Welcome to the Hottest Wellness Podcast, I've Got Time, with Sherry and Shakayla. Here we discuss personal growth, relationships, and healing to become aligned with the best version of ourselves. Hey, what's up, baby? Um, I'm chilling, I'm vibing. <laughs> I'm going to say that every week. How you okay. doing? I'm okay. I'm sleepy. Mm-hmm. Uh... A tense hungry. Okay. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry too. Yeah. I'm good though. I was watching a bunch of food TikToks last night. I yeah, wanna I make everything. See so you go on a different way than it with me, you know? <laughs> you wanna make the food, I wanna like go out and enjoy the food. Well, that too, but it was like people making food. Mm-hmm. Like what if was I your see favorite thing? this pasta this guy made that like didn't require heavy cream, so I'm making that today. Okay, all right, pasta city. <laughs> I love me a good creamy pasta though. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's irresistible, but. I want more for us. Yeah. You can um, substitute heavy cream for anybody that is, you know, trying to get out of the dairy lifestyle like ourselves. Mm -hmm. You can substitute heavy cream with almond milk or soy milk if you just add some lemon juice to it, preferably fresh squeeze, you know what I'm saying? And that gives it the curdling it needs to, like, be the same as heavy cream in a, you know, pasta dish. I do have a question about that. Because yeah. I did that for the last pasta I made. Should I do that separately and mix it and then pour it in? Correct. That's correct. Okay. That explains there, a There's lot. a chemical reaction from the acidity of the lemon that occurs. So, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> <laughs> so, was there anything you want to get off your chest this week? No. Well, I was in the line today at the store. What store you was at? I was at Kroger. Okay, Kroger's. For cashiers, don't make weird hit-on-me eye contact. It's really uncomfortable. Did they say anything? No. It was just one of those... Look at me. How did they look at you? Um... I don't know if I can do it on the spot, but you know that <laughs> that lingering stare that's like say something and it's like it was a dude or a girl. It was a dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like don't make eye contact with me like that. It's flattering. I know I still got it. But I'm trying to get out of here. I'm not trying to talk to nobody. I don't want to interact. Just ring me up, man. Just ring me up. And that's why I go to self-checkout. Not that specific reason, but just like to avoid, you know, any type of like verbal exchanges. Yeah. I respect self-checkout. It's cool when you got like one or two items, but I just, 
I was a cashier for a very long time. That's not my job. I'm not bringing that up. Mm. I'm not bringing it up. I don't mind ringing my own stuff up. Mm-mm. I don't want to do it. Especially if I got more than three things. Getting in the line. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting paid for this. Okay. Well, I hate to move into a more serious direction. Um, what, what I want to get off my chest this week. I don't want to stay here long because this is more of like... A chill laid back episode not trying to get into too much but um there was a couple mass shootings in the last couple of weeks which were racially motivated um i don't want to really get into it or say much about it you know except for like you know prayers for the family or anybody that may be impacted by this because it's just such a scary situation you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you could just literally be anywhere now and anything could happen and um that's fucking scary and so i just want to remind you guys that it's right now we have the power as far as gun legislation goes and so we need you guys to be like out there voting and making sure that people don't have access to an ar-15 because they can't you know what i'm saying it's like at this point what else can we do and I don't yeah. even know what to say. Maybe you should consider legally getting a weapon. It's like. I would say so. I. I feel like. Having a weapon. Is a good call. Mm. But. It's only a good call. If you intend to learn how to use it correctly if you buy a weapon and you just store it away and you like oh i'm gonna just whip it out if i need it that's not a good idea it's a terrible idea um gun safety and education is super important like sherry said i think the main takeaway um is that guns don't necessarily keep people safe because somebody always gets hurt whether you are the victim or the assailant in this situation, somebody's going to get hurt either way. So yeah. to me, there's like no way around it. I feel like it just needs to be like a more crackdown of who can have weapons or not. Because the other thing with that is say like if you a regular person, you go out get a gun, don't have no training for it. And you just have the intention of using it should you need it. You're scared as fuck. Like, um... My cousin was telling me about a situation that happened to her dog recently and it was like no guns or anything but somebody kind of like physically had got aggressive with her and that had like really had left her in a messed up state and it was just like there was nothing that she could do to prepare for that situation Mm -hmm. and she told me that she felt like she froze up and she always felt like she was confidently the type of person to be able to defend herself in that situation or something like that. But like, you literally don't know what you might do or who you might hurt trying to protect yourself. Like to me, yeah. weapons just ain't never gonna be the answer. Like you can't fight guns with more guns. Like that sound dumb to me. Um, yeah. I feel you. I respect it. You guys let us know your thoughts below in the comments. We would love to hear it. Um, Want to get into the affirmation of the week? 
Let's do it. Affirm us. <laughs> this week's affirmation is I give myself permission to take up space. Hmm. How's that affirmation make you feel? Like I need to just do the things that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. and stop finding reasons and excuses not to or why it might not Do be you feel accepted. like that's what's holding you back is the fear of taking up space or not feeling like you should or can? I feel like it's sometimes I have the feeling that it's so many other people that do it way better. Mm-hmm. So why am I trying? Yeah. Don't even think like that because at the same time, there's so many people that are doing it way worse than you. Right. And they're finding success in it. Um, one thing that I'm learning with myself is to real, really be patient where I am in my journey because I've been in a different place in this journey. You know what I'm saying? That right there reflecting on that. It's like, oh shit, like now I have so many more skills and talents. And when I started on this journey, when I started podcasting, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know anything about audio. I didn't know anything about video. Hikey still don't. That's really Cherry's bag. <laughs> um, I absolutely didn't know anything about marketing or graphic design. And so like that didn't stop me at all from starting a podcast. Like, I started it because I really wanted to do it. I felt like my voice mattered, and it do. And so, like, everything that you want to do, it matters, too. Like, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And you absolutely deserve to take up space. Like, there's people out there that are waiting to receive what it is that you have to offer to the collective. Ooh. I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, but you know, your body don't know the difference between nervous and ex- nervousness and excitement. So it's like, just do it. Just tell yourself, I'm excited about the future. I'm excited about all the possibilities that I have no idea what they might be. Because we always say, what if something bad happened? But what if the best thing ever happened? Yeah. Like, that. What if I instantly pop? Exactly. Yeah. Period. I'm here for that. Yeah. I think that affirmation is important. And I definitely feel like more people need to affirm with themselves that it is okay for them to take up space. A lot of it be childhood trauma. We always go back to that. People who make you feel small. But then sometimes it be ourselves, our own negative self-talk. Sometimes it be the place that we're in right now. Our friends, our environment. They're making us feel like we shouldn't be taking up space. And that right there just tells you that you're in the wrong place. It's not that what you have to offer is not valuable. You got to get around people who see the value. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a thing. Facts, B. So what are we discussing this week? On today, we got a calm version. Mm. <clears throat> I'll do it again for those who missed it. On today, we are discussing... Emotional intelligence. Yeah. Do you know what emotional intelligence is? Well, (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you what I always thought it was Mm -hmm. prior to actually 
knowing the definition. I always thought emotional intelligence was um, just... I thought it was just about self mm. and your own emotions and being able to express them or know what you even feeling in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's definitely that, but it's even more expansive than that because just like we're recreating our own reality, other people are part of that vision. You know what I'm saying? And so our behavior towards ourselves, how we perceive what's happening in our life, it impacts the other people around us too. Like it's definitely not just for you. It's like boundaries. It's like it's for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. <that> <laughs> Um, Okay, so the definition of emotional intelligence is the ability to understand and manage your own emotions and those of the people around you. And this is according to Daniel Goldman of the American Psychologist, renowned as the godfather of EQ. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely everything that you said, but it also expands into our reality of who we can be in other people's lives and also how we interact when our feelings are not just of our own. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, yeah. other people's feelings do be impacting you, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you feel like you're an emotionally intelligent person? Um, yes. I think sometimes it takes me a while to process. Not, mm, is that processing? It takes me a while sometimes to figure out the root emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this past week, I may have, may not. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell the girls. So, my best friend and I are very close. We talk every day. We went an extended amount of time without talking to each other and it was affecting me and how was it affecting you it was making me sad mm-hmm. like i was very down yeah and i started spiraling <laughs> i didn't even know that that was a thing i thought something else was happening mm-hmm. And then it started affecting the way I was interacting with you and the, excuse me. And then, you know, yeah. I realized two days ago, hmm, this is why. Yeah. I yeah. was listening back to our episode called Conscious Love. Mm-hmm. You remember that episode? And that's one thing that we missed out on talking about is emotional intelligence and how when you do practice emotional intelligence, how much of a healthy impact that has on your relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we talked about unconditional love and showing up as our best selves or even being self-aware, which is part of emotional intelligence. But I think that's like a major key. You know what I'm saying? To having healthy relationships. Being able to understand how you feel. But also being able to understand and see. Empathize where other people are coming from. Like top notch. 
Like, if you in relationships with people and at the end of the day, you feel like they don't care about how you feel, um, that's the issue. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't mean, oh my God, I got to hurry up and get out of these relationships. I mean, okay, I need to communicate how I feel about this and yeah. try and work towards like more positive interactions in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I felt like a deep dive. um so we kind of talked about i guess why emotional intelligence important there's like three things that mainly make up what emotional intelligence and that's being able to Mm self-reflect um being able to self-soothe and having empathy um and i was like damn this is like the trifecta for inner peace for real yeah Cause it's like if you could re self self reflect, then necessarily you don't have to wait on nobody to tell you what you're doing or how it's impacting other people. It's like okay, I can reflect on that. Yeah. If you can self soothe, then you don't have to wait on nobody to validate your feelings or tell you it's gonna be okay, baby. Like sometimes you absolutely need that, but sometimes you got to put on your big girl panties and yeah, yeah, do it for yourself. Like hey, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be all right in my Bob Marley voice. And then, of course, empathy is super important because that's like having the ability to give ourselves grace. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, you made this mistake three times. So what if you make it another four? This is where you at right now in your journey. And I'm accepting that. And I'm okay with it. You know, like, it's just being able to have empathy for yourself. And when you have empathy for yourself, it spills over into your relationships with other people you like able to empathize with them when they go on through something like um the easiest example is people be like nobody ever check on me my friends don't know if i'm okay did you call to check on me to see if i was blah 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 and it's like did you call to check on them nigga mm-hmm. they probably going through something right now and it's like you can't have enough empathy to say oh god me 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 what am i going through but then you can't extend that empathy towards others to say like okay probably they got their own shit going on that's why they haven't reached out to you type of thing like yeah yeah everybody be going through stuff all the time too Mm -hmm. i have to remind myself of that sometimes like i feel like it's at the front of my mind most of the time but like sometimes it's just like well what are you doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah I used to not be empathetic. Mm-hmm. Well, I used to think that I wasn't empathetic at all. What makes you think that? You think that people you was in relationships was asking for more than empathy? Um. Well, there's that. But my... I just don't show empathy the way that I feel like the average person does. Mm. So... When, can you... I'm trying to think of an example as I'm speaking. Mm. I guess because I'm not like a, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that this is happening to you. Are you okay? Lay your head on mama's titty. I'm not one of those. I think you are though. With you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Twan. But I'm not convinced, honestly. I promise you. I feel like these this may be one of those times where you perceiving yourself as something differently than you are. 
Well, I'm talking about... You absolutely are super empathetic and super are, like, bring people in. Yeah. Okay, so what was niggas talking about then? That's what I'm saying about, (laughs) like, sometimes we be kind of low-key, like, taking stuff in like it's our fault or it's our responsibility or something but mm-hmm. you be doing all you can do for people and they just be wanting more and more like that doesn't make you less empathetic that means that mm-hmm. they was asking you for more than just empathy like okay but the empathy don't always have to be like I'm showing you in a physical way that I feel bad for you or something you know what I'm saying like me just Offering understanding is enough. Like, I understand what you're going through. Like, that's empathy. You know, it don't have to be like a whole shebang, like a soap opera. Yeah. Most people don't even want that. Most people are not even ready to receive it. Like, this is true. Well, with emotional intelligence, there are five steps or five things that go into it of saying, like, you regularly practice these type of behaviors, you probably are emotionally intelligent person, okay? So, like I said, there's self-awareness, which I feel like is self-explanatory, okay? It's like being aware (laughs) of yourself. Yeah. Um, Self-awareness seems easy until it's like putting it into practice and like actually realizing yourself. And I feel like there's a thin line between being self-aware and critical of yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have to also have to be careful with that as far as like your emotional intelligence is concerned. Like, are you being self-aware or are you like being nitpicky? You know what I'm saying? Like, like criticizing yourself. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Drag me a little. I'm dragging myself honestly. <laughs> um, and then of course there's self-regulation. So. That's being able to regulate how you feel. And I feel like what it comes down to is grounding yourself in any moment. Like last week when we was talking and I was thinking, why didn't I say grounding yourself? Like that's literally what we were talking about was just grounding your energy. Like being able to be grounded. I was talking about homeostasis. Like mm, it's like literally yeah. just being grounded. Um, Sometimes yeah. you just got to hear it different. It was hidden, you know? Um, And then there's empathy, of course, like what we just talked about. Um, And then motivation. At first I was like, I don't understand, like, why is this here? Motivation? (laughs) Yeah. Well, why do you think it's there now? Um, I feel like there has to be a willingness to grow and change. And so there has to be some motivation for you to want to be more emotionally intelligent or to reach people on a more deeper level. Because mm. you could definitely have relationships and not have any emotional intelligence, but they're going to be more difficult. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I feel like they're going to be very surface level too. Because, mm-hmm. I don't know. Emotional intelligence is like Having, it's like intimacy with yourself and other people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It says, being motivated consists of enjoying what you do, working towards achieving your goals, and not being motivated by money or status. Mm. 
and that is like specifically within emotional intelligence <laughs> yikes so you can't be like oh if i move differently then i'm gonna make i'm gonna start making more money like you know what I'm saying? it has to be like a true like urge to just want to be a healthier version of yourself and be because i mean i feel like those two things don't go together like you really absolutely listening to your feelings and what you want to do or you doing a thing that make you the most money like damn it's not always like those two things don't go together like either you being emotionally intelligent or you chasing the bag which one <laughs> i want to do both that kind of makes me feel like how all those like um what do you call them? Those hustle people? Um, LLC Twitter and yeah. all of them. Assets over liabilities. <laughs> you know what? One of those first 48 shows was on in the gym. And a nigga had on one of those shirts. Assets over liabilities. I thought that was hilarious. Because now look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Completely missed the message. Yeah. Like what? No, I feel like. I don't know what I was getting at. <laughs> Shout out to InvestFest. InvestFest. How do you know so much about this? They talk about it on a podcast that I listen to. Oh, I was about to say. She's in the culture. <laughs> I'm not. Y'all are not going to trick me into buying stocks without knowing what the fuck is going on. You could be like my niece's husband and just get involved so you can find out what's going on. And then get out. I mean, that's basically what I be doing. <laughs> I get the gist. I understand the point and the need for the information mm-hmm. and the community, I guess. But at the end of the day, they're all motivated by money. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like it's just some. I can't get. I can't receive all of the information if. Yeah. That's your only motivation. Like, I'm not at that point in my life anymore, I don't think. I'm a little bit. I feel like that's like emotional manipulation, what they be doing. It's because they be finding people who are at their lowest place financially. And so all they can do is like believe. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I believe I can get this money by doing this or doing that. And like what we talked about on the last episode is like. It's just like not real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you got to do something to get what you want you know what i'm saying you have to have like those basic needs met or whatever and if you're not getting them met then yeah it's easy for you to fall into a trap and start being motivated by money or by the status that you can give but you'll never be fulfilled when you get the money or when you get the status like because your soul do not want no money like y'all gotta be goofy to think that money is completely man-made and your soul that's been evolving for countless lifetimes is, came back here and was like i just gotta get a bag this time like no they wasn't <laughs> like 
you can't be evolving emotionally and spiritually and then your purpose still be heavily tied to how much money you make or who it is that you're being out there. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe it. I don't believe that's real. Like, that's just my personal thing. You know, I ain't like telling y'all, if you think you can do both, go ahead and try. But there's never going to be a balance. It's always going to feel like something is missing. You're never going to truly be fulfilled because nobody's sole purpose is to get money. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> yeah. It takes a certain level of personal growth and finding a certain level of peace in your mind to get past the money part though Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of people that money is the mission Mm -hmm. and everything they do it always comes back to business or how much money they can make and it's like it's cool to want money because Especially now, you need the resource. Mm-hmm. But everything can't always be about money. Like, go outside. It reminds me of like a Nipsey Hussle interview. And he was basically saying how it's certain people he stay away from. And it's like people who are money motivated. Because they'll do anything to get the money. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that's like a very dangerous game to be playing around with people like. I'm not. People say, oh, I don't play about my money. Play on my money all day. Do what you got to do. Hold on now. But I don't play about my spirit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I don't play about my soul's evolution. So, like, I wouldn't want to get mixed up with those type of people any any day. They'll do anything to get some money, and I can't. Like, depending on your own morals and values, you'll see that certain stuff is harmful to other people, other groups of people, marginalized communities, and you won't be willing to do anything for money. And if you are, you're extremely out of alignment. And it don't matter how many millions of dollars you make, that doesn't make you a decent person. Facts. Um, And the last puzzle piece for emotional intelligence is social skills. And when I thought about social skills, I immediately thought about the relationship with Max and Eva. Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically Max, my son has um, DMDD, which is basically like um, an emotional disorder where where his feelings be on 10. So if he's sad, it's sad on 10. But more than anything, his sadness or his happiness, whatever emotion he's feeling is channeled into anger. And it reminds me of this bubble, this like iceberg. I think it was my sister who had sent it to me originally. And it's like, say on the top of the iceberg, the emotion might be anger. Mm-hmm. But then under the iceberg, underneath the sea level where your feelings really are then you'll see disappointment or you know what i'm saying like that you was let down by something or you, you was sad or all these other feelings that could are something else but then people express them as like anger and like i had to learn how to deal with that i didn't have like no emotional intelligence at all 
I had to learn how to process my own feelings about what was happening or what Max was doing and then be in a peaceful state so that I can help him be calm. Because mm-hmm. at first I didn't have no emotional intelligence. I was like one of those people that used to whoop their kids. And so it was like, beat it out of him. I wasn't beating my son, y'all, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah. For, in order for us to have a good relationship, a healthy relationship, in order for me to empathize and understand Max, I needed to become more emotional intelligent. I need to have better social skills. Because, like, dead ass, if you out at the co- ice cream shop and somebody cuts you in line, you can't just start raging on them and punch them in the face. I mean, you can, but, like, is that going to yeah. get you what you want? You're going to You're going to get kicked the fuck out of the store. You ain't going to get no ice cream at all. And it's like, that's what they mean by social skills. Like, how are you socializing and how are your emotions peeking through in those social settings? Yeah. So, major key. Major key. That I- was a good, that was a good album. <laughs> After hearing all this, I feel like I'm more emotional and inte- emotionally intelligent than I thought. Yeah, give yourself some creds. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to slap you if you keep on messing around. You want to move into mental health matters? <laughs> <clears throat> mental health matters yeah so um (laughs) this week for mental health matters we want to suggest that you actually take the time to process your your feelings and emotions okay last week in mental health matters, we said that your feelings matter. And so now that you know your feelings matter, it's time to process it. Okay. It's time to allow yourself to feel safe, to be present and validate where you are in this experience. And you know what I'm saying? Feel how you feel. You got to feel to heal. Yeah. You got to feel to heal. And so even the littlest things, like you could be upset because it's traffic or... You don't have all the money you need for something. All of that stuff, all of those feelings are super fucking valid and your emotions have a lot of power. And so you can use that emotions to manifest what you do want in your life instead of what you don't want. And your emotions is like little major keys like, oh my God, what is that feeling I have in my chest? It's me not wanting to go to dinner with my friends. Like, don't go, you know? And then... Your homegirl hit you up and be like, girl, that dinner was so crazy. You glad you didn't come and be like, you be knowing. Yeah. Like, your feelings matter. Psychic. Um, I did want to, like, have a question to pose this week for Mental Health Matters. Okay. Which I've already posed to you, but now we're going to, you know, ask them. Ask you guys, the audience. <laughs> Are you emotionally intelligent based off of the things that we said do you think this applies to you i want to go over a few things that says five characteristics of emotionally intelligent people and if you are you know what i'm saying 
If you only get one or two of these things on the list, you probably need to work on it. If you got a few, three, four, that means that you are already working on it and you should be proud of the progress that you made. Now, if you like basically got all five of them, then bitch, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. You're doing a good job. Okay, so the first one is that you are a change agent. You aren't afraid of change or taking risks. So these are the five characteristics of emotionally intelligent people. One, you're a change agent. You aren't afraid of change or taking a risk. Two, you are self-aware. You don't let we don't let weaknesses hold you back. And you also know what you're feeling. When you have a feeling, you know it. Number three, you're empathetic and you can relate to others and their feelings. Number four, you're balanced. You know how to maintain balance and practice self-care. And five, you are gracious. You have a glass half full mentality and you feel good about your life. Mm. Mm. So with all that being said, are you emotionally intelligent? Super important. And these are like things that you have to also practice constantly and consistently it's not something really i feel like you can master and then it's like yeah i'm emotionally intelligent now mm-hmm. you gotta keep doing it yeah that reminds me of this um interview i seen amanda seals doing and she went on another podcast, which I don't know what it was. So I'm sorry, y'all. You just got the Google Amanda Seals on TikTok. Google <laughs> search it. <laughs> and she was talking about her relationship with her significant other. But she was basically saying that she realized basically when she was, you know, choosing the relationship and that how everything, every aspect of the relationship is a practice. And so the practice doesn't just look like, oh, I asked them to do something one time and then they fixed it for a couple of weeks, but then they didn't. And she was like, the practice is also on my end, realizing that maybe it's going to take more than me telling them a few times. Maybe I need to be patient where this person is at in their journey of either their willingness to learn or change or just the fact that maybe they're just not capable of it at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um but also giving that same energy to yourself like maybe even though I really want to overcome this habit maybe who I am right now I'm just not capable of it maybe the environment that I have right now is not supportive of me overcoming this habit like and that's a real thing you know what I'm saying yeah like I would have never been able to like stop drinking if I was still surrounded by people or the environment where it was a lot of drinking like a lot of my friends and my family they drink a lot like just for fun or whatever or I mean alcoholism is kind of rampant in my family even though it doesn't really get discussed and so like my choice to stop drinking or whatever I'll be feeling like oh I shouldn't go I'm not into that vibe right now or something like that or um just being conscious that like okay I, it definitely will be more difficult for me to overcome, like, alcoholism if I was in that environment. So, like... Yeah. Yeah. I feel that I respect that. I appreciate it. 
You want to move into forest bias this week? Let's do it. Let's talk about us. <laughs> yeah. So it is the last week of August, which means we are closing up Black Business Month. But that doesn't mean that you have to stop patroning black businesses, okay? Remember, there's always somebody black you can get to do with it. Always. Um, this week, I wanted to highlight um, a Nigerian sculptor named John Amanam. Okay, his business is called Immortal Cosmetic Art. And he creates prosthetics that are specifically for black people with black skin tones with black features and um shout out to john yeah yeah it's like stuff that don't impact you you never think about it i would have never thought about black prosthetics but um john he had a brother who lost some of his limbs or whatever like some of his fingers and then his brother didn't have what he needed you know what I'm saying? And so him being an artist, he was like, I'm going to create what my brother needs. And that's on period. That's dope, too. To so even dope. want to do that. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. You can follow him on Instagram where you can support his cause. Or, you know, you can send information to people who may be needing their prosthetics that are black. So, shout out. Because it matters. Representation matters in every area. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. Represent your clip. Represent your clip. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Lil John. Yeah, shout out Lil John. <laughs> He's actually one person you can actually shout out. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Off topic. <laughs> but like, you know, back in the day when we was kids, probably there was people who would say like Lil John's music is bad. Like don't listen to Lil John. He's promoting drinking and fighting. A lot, of, and, a lot of profanity. Yeah, profanity. And it's like, that's crazy because now he's like a family guy. Like, got a show on the, the um, home design network. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> he's that guy. He's that guy. Um, I love Lil John. When I was in boot camp, we used to have to like, have something to say for every time we sat down or got up. Mm-hmm. And we would be like, when somebody said something to us and we had to respond, we would be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and whenever we had to sit down, we would be like, okay. <laughs> That's cute. That was a moment, though. It was a moment in time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, we can move into the breaks. Do you have anything for the music of the week? Um, has anything dropped that got you excited? Nothing's dropped that has me excited. However, (laughs) Renaissance has me in a chokehold right now. Specifically, Plastic Off the Sofa and Virgo's Groove. Mm -hmm. It's just so sexy and sensual and just (laughs) it feels like love that's so crazy because when I tell you I could not get Cherry to listen to this album and that's cool because I had to take my time to warm up too Mm -hmm. and then once I got in it I couldn't get out yeah she's got me 
I'm happy for you. It's I'm really the that concert that did it. You know what they say, like, after you go to the concert, you start having withdrawals. It might be true what they're saying about her. <laughs> I want to go back. <laughs> you want to go? Yeah. Frankie's going this weekend. She's going to be in L.A. Let's go to L.A. Let's fly to L.A. Let's do it. <laughs> that would be cool. We could do, like, that one girl. Did you see that TikTok where the girl bought tickets, like, 10 minutes yeah. before the show? And she got, like, basically, like front row seats for like $50. I don't want to stand up the whole time, no. Well, would you stand up for $50 like in the front row? For two, three Absolutely. hours? I gotta do that at work every day. I ain't trying to... <laughs> You're not doing it. <laughs> I'm good. You can't do it to get paid. You can't... You only offering to do it when they're paying you. You're mm-hmm. not paying to stand. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. Because when me and Summer had went to that Ludacris concert... <laughs> It's a lot. And when I got there, I was like, I didn't realize that floor sense meant on the floor. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we were standing up the whole time. And when I tell you, when it, we had fun for sure. But when it was time to go, we was ready to go. Okay. Yeah, I can't do it. And they'd be so close together. No. It, it was um, not really packed like that. So, um,. Well, this week for the breaks, Jesse Reyes dropped a new song with Miguel. It's called mm-hmm. Jeans. I told y'all I was in my R&B bag, and I meant that. And so, you know, rap music just ain't really doing it for me right now. To me, it sounds like noise in my ear, which... Uh-oh. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> There's a time and a place for everything. Y'all know it. Sometimes you be more in a slow jam vibe and sometimes you be more mm-hmm. in a raunchy vibe or more in a street vibe. And right now I'm just giving, you know, ballads. Cut all that racket down. <laughs> um, yeah, this song's really cute. I like it. I really like Jessie Reyes. She's one of my favorite singers actually so I was excited to see the song and I like the song it's basically like saying you're the one like you're perfect for me so yeah is there any more room for me that was all I could think about while I was listening to the song I think that's another reason why I left because I couldn't give it its present moment yeah that song sounds nothing like that by the way (laughs) I don't know it doesn't it was just genuine. He knew what he was doing. Okay. Um, well, I didn't have anything else. So we can go into Reel It In. Is there anything new coming out that you're excited about or that you're watching right now? Um, Winning Time, the show about the Lakers dynasty. It's like Lakers dynasty and Magic Johnson, I can't figure out which one is supposed to be the main character. Mm. Um, season two, not the whole thing is dropped, but they're dropping the episodes every week. Mm. I let them stack up to four, and then I watched. It's still good. Um, honestly, if you haven't checked it out, I think you should watch it. Yeah. All of y'all. I remember watching it with you. It was a good show. It had decent acting in it. And they wasn't hiding the basketball player unlike some people. They were what? Hiding it. What you mean? 
I'm referring to air where like the whole time you never see Michael Jackson's I mean Michael Jackson Michael Jordan's <laughs> well I that mean that was mad annoying yeah they were OD with that but How I'm pretty you gonna sure make a whole movie talking about a shoe that you made off of this dude's name but never show his face the whole time like I didn't get it I'm sure it meant something it had to be some legal shit but it had to be I just didn't get it yeah it also makes me wonder if we're gonna get a Jordan movie. Mm. Like a real one, not like Space Jam. Right. I don't Although know. Space Jam is a classic. I Just. feel like nobody's willing to pay him what he wanna get paid. Hence the movie. Oh, so they're gonna wait till he leaves us? That's probably what's gonna happen. But I mean, don't let his his parents at least his mom outlive him because she don't fight. <laughs> shout out to moms she's gonna be like Aaliyah's parents like y'all aren't getting none of this <laughs> uh, it won't be no streams nothing you can't listen to Aaliyah nowhere unless it's YouTube and I think maybe they finally had released one of her old albums like a couple years ago or something on Apple Music but besides that yeah I think that was only because somebody else owned that mm-hmm. so yeah it just it's kind of sad to see all that music they give and then you can't even enjoy it. Yeah. Um, what's that show um, streaming on? Uh, it's on Max. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, what are you making time for this week? I'm going to make time for a decent bedtime. Mm. the last couple nights I've been up to like two I just haven't been ready to end the day I feel like we traded spots I was like in all nighter mode for a whole month and now I'm like I'll be soon as you walk in the door I'll be like oh. <laughs> like instantly I'm ready to go to sleep I'm going to bed tonight <laughs> I just I don't know. I feel like I just be missing my days. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to stay in. Yeah. You're not missing anything but sleep, honestly. Truly. Yeah. You're right. What you making time for? Hmm. What am I making time for? I really want to make time just to be still. I know that's like a cop out answer, but. I have the worst time just feeling inadequate because I'm not doing something right now. Like, I'm not working. I'm not doing some type of secret special project. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not, like, putting a lot of energy or effort into my business. But I think that's exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. And so this week, I just want to give myself the opportunity to be still. You know what I'm saying? There's a gospel song just going, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Thanks. This time. I appreciate you respecting my boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Well, without further ado. I've, I've got, got time. time.